Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts Podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. I am your host, Drew. Take my hand and let's walk this journey together. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And today I want to talk about being too smart for your own good. Being too smart. Is that really a thing? Can you really be too smart? Well, apparently you can. It can complicate things. And you got to hear me out. Because it's not necessarily what you think. Have you ever thought or had thoughts about doing something and then... You just never make movement on it. You feel like you're you're just trapped in thinking, in the thinking process. And you're like, damn, it's been so long. I've thought about this thing so many times, but I've never made any progress. Why is that? Why is it that there's things that you want to do in your life, but never make any movement on it? Never move forward. Never, never have enough information gathered. In order to make that execution. Well, might be your intellect. Your intellect is telling you that there, you haven't gathered enough information. You haven't done enough research. You haven't exercised enough in this specific thing that you want to do in order to prove it worthy of moving forward with it. Now, how long does that take? I mean, you're not launching uh, a spaceship into, into, uh, into orbit, right? It might be something very simple, maybe a new job, maybe um, a new investment or, or a business or, or, or maybe you just want to, I don't know, remodel the garage, but you, you just haven't made any movement on it. Well, chances are we just, we got to blaze forward instead of waiting and waiting, and waiting for the opportune time where it's going to be perfect. Every, this is going to be perfect. This is going to be perfect. Everything's perfect. It's never going to happen. That's what's going to happen. You're allowing your thought process and your thoughts to literally sit there and waste your time because it's never going to be optimal. It's never going to be perfect, right? Well, that's your uh, that's that's your good old, you know, two cents worth of of information and knowledge that you have that's working against you. It's your imagination. It's your ability to overthink things, and smart people do this. Have you ever noticed? Have you ever noticed that? There are people that aren't as talented or aren't as uh, smart or don't appear to be to be able to execute things exceptionally well, but they are very successful. Now you're sitting back to yourself like, I could do that. I could definitely do that. Well, why haven't you? Because you're stuck thinking about it too much. There are some people that just believe enough in themselves to do something and know that they can execute it. They can do the work, the work that's necessary. They put themselves forward to do it. They push themselves to do it and they, they go for it. They don't imagine the failure. They imagine the success. And as logical thinkers, we have all the scenarios unfolded in our heads with our imagination. Before we even make movement on anything, we're already seeing everything play out. And as soon as that one variable that might not play into our favor, in our imagination, in our fantasy, 
does not play out well, we have to go right back to the drawing board and figure it out all over again. Now, if you're doing this, you've probably been doing this for quite a while, many years, and I can almost imagine in everything. I do it myself. I suffer from this. I suffer from this. My good friend Tarun also talked about this on his podcast, the Stop Sinking podcast. And I, I had to dive into this subject because this is something that, and we all think about it. I, I thought about it on plenty of occasions, but really to dissect it and to really talk about it in the sense where you're like, damn, being that smart is not a good thing per se. Apparently, in certain scenarios, it could work against you, not with you. Now, you could have a, 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 an imagination that helps support and, and build your confidence and you still push forward and do it. I'm not saying that smart people can't do it. It's just that there are there are more talented people that don't make movement on anything versus the people that are less talented and do make huge amounts of impact in movement in different industries or whatever they're into. Look at music. They could say, wow, that person definitely does not have the same voice as, uh, I don't know, Andre Bocelli, right? Andre Bocelli. That guy's amazing. That guy could sing his ass off. I mean, he's famous. But there are people that are less skilled than him that are still making it in the industry and making a lot of money doing it and are very successful in their household names. Why is that? Well, it's hard work and perseverance, right? You're pushing yourself forward and actually doing the work. You're, you're believing in yourself, regardless of what others are saying. That blind That blindness to to criticism, or not say to criticism, but to, I guess, take critiques and, and use them as opposed to people just hating on you and saying, you know what, you're never going to make it, you suck. And that person's like, you know what, I got my blinders on right now and I'm going to still push forward and I'm going to still persevere regardless of what you say. And there are, there, are, there are a lot of people that do that. Now, like I said, they're not always the most talented. There's more less talented people doing great things than there are very talented people doing those. Now, the people that are very talented and still push forward and persevere, those people become, I would say, elite. Elite. Because they have it, and they also have the drive and the work ethic. All those things together are, are that, that trifecta of, of what you need to be such a force is there. But does it happen very often? No. Hence why there is a certain amount of greats, a certain amount of legends in every industry, right? I mean, if it was a, if there was a legend every day, then I mean, obviously it wouldn't be a legend. You'd just be, you know, the status quo, right? So how do you change that? Well, when you're conditioned over time to not work as hard for something or, or maybe your thought process of what you do things is like that, it's very hard to do that. I mean, for, for example, people that are very good academically, they never really have to study. They just show up to school and they perform. Now, the question is, that's great. But what if they actually had to try for something? What if they actually had to put a little elbow grease in to do something? They might find themselves in a position where they haven't learned what it's like to be a person that has to grind or has to, to understand the process of something in order to succeed at it. And the people that are that are used to that, it's just a regular day at the at the uh, at the factory for them. But for somebody who is who's preconditioned to that, they lose they lose the lessons being taught in that. 
And if you're one of those people, you're privileged to not have to deal with that, which, which might actually put you at a severe disadvantage. A severe disadvantage for being smart, right? Wow. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? But it's true. Sometimes we, we rely too much on that, and then we forget that we actually have to put in the work and do it. it really sucks. It sucks. But it's something you should realize early on. You should try to. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people just, they're so afraid of trying anything and failing because they're so used to, to succeeding with ease, it actually makes them a little bit lazy. You don't want to be lazy. You want to be proactive and you want to be you know, diligent in your work. But a lot of us that are accustomed to this don't think that way. And we get frustrated and we just quit or we don't actually try. Or we just do the gathering information phase, which never ends. That's, that's, that's you at rest. Gathering information is you at rest, doing nothing. I love reading certain books that I'm interested in or in a specific subject. I'll demolish the books. I'll read them fast, fast, boom, go through them. I want the next one. I want to go to the next book. I want to go to the next book. Now I find myself and I have to catch myself. I have to actually stop and say, well, you digested this book. Now what are you going to do with this book? I might, have to, I might only have to read that one book for the year. Because there's so much in that book that I can use and execute. But instead, my brain's like, no, I want to read another book on the subject matter. It's daydreaming. You're fantasizing. You're gathering this information. Where are you storing it? Where is it going? It's, it's, it's not all going to be remembered. It's not like you have the, an endless mind, uh, an endless knowledge tank that just you just tap on it when you need it. You just fill it up with, with stuff and it's, it's just there. No, you won't remember all that. You have to be able to execute that. So this requires you when you take a book and you read it, depending on the type of book that you're reading, um, if it's on a subject matter or something that you're trying to use for to, to better you at something, you have to start exercising it and doing the work with it. They, co- they, go, they go hand in hand. But if you're not doing that, you're just... You're just in that, in that blissful spot where you're just learning and feeling and taking it in, but you're never doing anything with it. That's the gathering information phase, and we all sit at that, especially if you're trying to do something. You're trying to do something more than. There are people that do this with school. They'll go to college. They'll always be doing something. They'll go, all right, I'm going to go back to college. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, so uh, I'm going to go back to college. I, uh, I, I don't know what I'm, I need to do with my life. I'm just going to go select something and just go. So you're willing to spend, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to, to the gathering information phase. No idea what you're going to do when you get out and you think life is just going to happen for you. Well, it's not. And you're going to go back to your predicament of what do I do now? Because you didn't prepare. You could read and execute and gather all this information. But if you don't know what you're going to do with your education, you don't know what you're going to do with this book that you're reading. If you don't know what you're going to do or you don't have any plans on executing it or... You just say, oh, I'm going to read another book. You're not doing jack shit. You're doing nothing. And I believe we get stuck here because it's comfortable. It's fun. You can rely on, oh, I just have to read another book. Oh, I just have to take another class. You know, eh, I, I still have more, more work to do in this. And you look at it and you're like, wow, years have passed by, days, months, years, whatever it is. And you've made no headway. And then you convince yourself. You convince yourself that you need more. 
You just constantly convince yourself that you need more. But in reality, you don't need more. You need to, to execute now. Gather some information, execute. Gather some information, execute. Get to the next step. It's like making a cake or cooking something. It's a recipe. There is there's information in the recipe, but you don't sit there and just read cookbooks and never cook yourself dinner. You'd starve. So you say, okay, this is the recipe that I have. I'm going to make this. What ingredients do we need? Okay, boom. Make a list. That's coming out of the book, right? You take that list. You go to the grocery store. At the grocery store, you gather the ingredients. You come back home. You go right back to your cookbook and say, okay, what is next? Okay, what's next now? Oh, I got to chop these things up. Cool. Now in the physical, I'm going to do that. See, you're making headway. Gathering information, execution. Gathering information, execution. Now, if you could do that with any book or information or thought process in which you're doing, and you have the intention of executing, you will make progress. You will. But you have to have the intention also. If you don't go in, a lot of people go into it with the, uh, the in, without the intention. I've done this plenty of times. I love the idea of it. But the execution of it is painful. It's hard. It's tough. It requires my brain to really burn burn some calories and burn some burn some energy to actually figure this thing out and it's hard. Nah, I want to go back to to reading getting more information. Well, you get what you get out of that. And part of it is really being smart or too smart for your own good. We procrastinate also. We wait to the last minute to do something. Why is that? Because we're overthinking it. We're putting it off. We're giving ourselves excuses and why we shouldn't do something. This is a this is common. This is a problem that you have. And you have to change it. But you have to be conscious of the change. You have to be conscious of what you're gonna do. You have to be conscious of the idea that, well, this is not, I'm not doing anything with this. But we have this redundancy in us. We see something happen over and over and over again, but we neglect ourselves to change it. It's not that we're stupid and we don't know what we need to do. It's just that we're too lazy to do it. Now you have to, as you will, relive the day over again, like most of us do. We relive, we, some of us relive the same day over and over and over again with no changes, no subtle changes. But we have to realize that eventually we have to make a different turn or do something different than we didn't do the day before to create a new change. That requires intention. That requires planning. And that requires you to actually execute. You really have to. Now, another thing I wanted to talk about is, remember we, we always say, oh, it's just not right. It's just not going to be good enough. Ah, I'm, I'm just, I'm a perfectionist. You might be a perfectionist, but is that working for you? I mean, we say that in society now, it's like, wow, somebody who's a perfectionist, somebody who just, they're obsessed with this ultimate result. This ultimate result, they're obsessed with it. They see it in their heads. But until it can be in the physical, I will not unveil it. Nobody can see it. The world, the world gets slighted because of my, my vision. Well, as, as hard as you try, to make something as perfect and as amazing as you see it in your mind, chances are it's never going to be that. 
I mean, I know it going to be that. Because also in your mind, variables and things change constantly. You might go back to that picture in your mind and say, oh, no, 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 just a little bit more. You're actually, you're probably adding things in your mind, thinking that they were always there the way it's supposed to be. No, no, no. You're looking at something and reassessing, looking at something and reassessing. So it's like, it's like a rabbit hole. You're just going to keep going down that thing. You're going to keep going down that thing. And that thing's never going to come out. That book that you're trying to write, the that podcast you're trying to start maybe, um, your photos, maybe you have a, a gallery of photos that you that you've taken with your with your camera, and you've never shown the world your pictures, or paintings, or your music, or or anything that is going to be in 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 the public's eye, and you're so afraid that it's just not going to be perfect. Perfect to who? Who is it going to be perfect for? Your idea of what perfect is and your perception or your perception of what other people are going to see as perfect or other people are going to, going, to, going to like, that is their assessment, not yours. And chances are what you think is great about what you're making, people are going to feel the opposite. And then what? What if you spent all that time doing all that work, making it as perfect as possible, took you years for somebody to say, you know what, that sucks. And then maybe that, that thing that you spent five to ten minutes on is better. How would you feel? What would you say? Would you be pissed at the person? Hey, how dare you? How dare you have your own opinion about this thing? No. There's like a billion people on this planet. And everybody has a lot of different opinions. There are things out there that, that people deem is awesome. Right? And you're like, how the, how the hell could you like that thing? How is that? It's ridiculous. But that person likes it. I would never. You would never. But not them. Or not the other person. So, sometimes it's better. Well, it's always better to get it to the point where you're happy. But don't keep going. Put it out there. Don't spend too much time on it. There are brilliant people on this planet that you will never, ever hear of. How sad is that? Amazing, talented people. Think about that. Let's see this again. There are amazing, talent, amazingly talented people in this world that you will never hear of. Musicians. Authors. Artists of all types. Creatives. Speakers. Or proclaimed speakers. People that have so much to give to this world. And they will never. They will never. Ever, 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 ever see the light of day as their creative or as their persona, as that, as that person they're trying to be. Because they're too afraid to step out into the world and show what they have to offer because they're in their heads overthinking it. It's a tragedy. Anybody watch The Bronx Tale? Great quote. The saddest thing in life is wasted talent. It really is sad. And it's, it should be, uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's selfish, really is selfish because our art or our, create, our creations are made to be shared and be appreciated. And if you hold that in and you don't share it with the world, you're sliding everyone. You ever, I'm sure everybody has a great song or, or, or favorite song that they listen to or a book or a movie or something. 
that they hold dear to their hearts. And the person who created that might say, wow, it, it was a fluke. I can't believe that that, that song made was a hit or that movie, uh, the movie Jaws, uh, you know, the, the, the whole fin in the water. That was an accident. They were late on getting the prop so the, they could only film the fin popping out of the water and that song and that anticipation. That's what made the movie a hit, not the shark coming out of the water. It was the anticipation. All these little things, right? But if Steven Spielberg said, you know what? I'm not going to shoot the movie until I got the prop so it comes out of the water. Maybe Jaws would not be as big as it is. The imperfections. The perfectionist being told, no, that's not going to happen today. And you have to deal with it and fix it. Instead of saying, oh, no, I'm not going to make the movie. Oh, I'm not going to write the book. Oh, I'm not going to put this out. No. Imagine. Just imagine. And if that's you, if you sit there and you procrastinate or you sit there and you think, no, it's never going to be good enough. Well, you know what? You'll never know because it'll never see the light of day. I love you all. Thank you for listening. And please take some time out of your day to show the world what you're about. Because there are, so, there are too many people that are just stuck in their bedrooms imagining what their life would be like. Make some progress in your life. I love you all. Have a good day.